welcome to this week's episode of the Double G NFL Picks Podcast. My name's Graham, I'm the first of the Double Gs. And my name's Griffin, and I'm the second of the Double Gs. In this podcast, the Double Gs, who are father and son, are picking the winners of each week's NFL games, accumulating points for every correct pick, to find out who will be the NFL Picks champion at the end of the 2023 season. Well, week three is in the bag. Quite some surprises in this one, wasn't there? Yep, it was crazy. There were a lot of scores I did not see coming. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's go through them all. Uh, We start with a Thursday night game. We had the New York Giants at the San Francisco 49ers. We both went for the 49ers in this one, and they indeed won fairly easily in the end by a score of 30 points to 12. So we both got a point for that one. Uh, Then on to the Sunday games, the early kickoffs. We had the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. We both went Ravens again on this one, and they didn't win. The Colts pulled a shocker out in overtime, 22-19, with Matt Gay kicking the winner in overtime. So, yeah, a real shock, that one. So, no points for either of us there. And next, we had the Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. We both went for the Browns in this one, and the Browns made it look very, very easy. Extremely easy. Yeah, winning uh, 27 points to three. I mean, the Browns' D is looking legit, isn't it? It's looking really really good this season. So far this season, the Titans have had a very good run defence, and especially with Nick Chubb being out, I expected them to really put some pressure on the Browns' running backs. But, uh, yeah, the Browns made it look very easy. So points for both of us there as well. Next up, we had the Atlanta Falcons at the Detroit Lions. We both went Lions, and again, they made it look very easy with a 20 points to six wins. So points for both of us there again. Let's go. Then we're on to our first disagreement. Uh, we had the New Orleans Saints at the Green Bay Packers. You went Saints, and I went Packers. And Saints had a uh, 17 nothing lead, and the Packers came back, and thanks to a gutsy two-point conversion, I did question at the time, won 18-17. So, yeah, point for me, but nothing for you there, my friend. Uh, next up, we had the Houston Texans at your Jacksonville Jaguars. We both went Jaguars. Oh, my goodness. What happened? Talk us through what happened. By the way, I think Doug Peterson, they call all of our offensive plays from now on. Half time, Doug Peterson decided he was going to call the plays. In the first half, he scored zero with our normal OC. But in the second half, he scored 17. But still, we lost 37 17 to a rookie QB and a team that is not very good. Like, I'm sorry, this team's just confusing. How can you only lose by eight to the Chiefs, but by 20 to the Texans? It's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean. You had a kickoff return that was run back by a fullback, fullback who weighs 255 pounds. That's the heaviest person in NFL history to run back a kickoff. And you just pulled it within seven. And then that happens. And he wasn't even, so he actually went in front of the bloke who's supposed to be fielding the ball, fumbled it, and we got all excited, but <laughs> immediately picked it up, ran all the way around your players for the score. It was just utterly ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm worried about the Jags, I have to admit. Um, But, yeah, we shall see. Next up, we had, well, who saw this one coming? We had the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. And the Denver Broncos scored 20 points, to be fair. And normally that that would see you do quite well. But the Miami Dolphins put up, count them, 70 points. Not 17, 70, 70, 10 touchdowns. For points, 72 Dolphins literally came within two points of it. That is insane. Just and could have got it. 
I mean, they did actually have a chance at the end. The Dolphins did move within field goal range, but Mike McDaniel decided just to take knees rather than kick the points. And he was saying that, frankly, the win was more important than the record. So uh, fair play to him for that. But unbelievable score. I mean, the Dolphins are absolutely on fire. And they, they've obviously moved to the head of all the uh, NFL power rankings. So, so they're now considered the best team in football at the moment, rightly so. Next up, we had the Los Angeles Chargers at the Minnesota Vikings. Again, we disagreed on this one. You went Vikings. I got Chargers. And the Chargers did hold on for a 28-24 win. But this was the Vikings just imploding. I mean, they drove down towards it, the six-yard line of the Chargers with 35 seconds to go. But having got a first down, they then took over 20 seconds to run the play, which resulted in a tip ball that was picked in the end zone. But why not just spike it on first down? Why not stop the clock? They had no timeout. Stop the clock. And then you got three shots at the end zone. But suddenly they're hurrying, hurrying, hurrying. And it cost them big. So that unfortunately meant, again, a point for me, but nothing for you. Next up, we had the New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Um, I genuinely did think the Jets could do something here. And to be fair, they had a Hail Mary at the end that uh, Randall Cobb wasn't that far away from. So they could have got the win, but the Patriots held out on 115-10. Not the greatest game ever. So you got a point for that one and I got nothing. Then we got the Buffalo Bills at the Washington Commanders. We both went Bills and they won handsomely, 37 points to three. And the Commanders' only points were literally a last-minute field goal. Yeah, Bills back on form absolutely after their week one slip-up. So looking really good. We both got points for that one. Next, we had the Carolina Panthers at the Seattle Seahawks. We both went Seahawks and they won convincingly 37-27. So we both got points for that one. And then another big shock of the week, Dallas Cowboys at the Arizona Cardinals. We obviously both went Cowboys after just they blew out teams in the first two weeks. And the Cardinals beat them. The Cardinals won 28-16, which just goes to show any given Sunday, anything can happen. But absolutely crazy result. Couldn't believe that one. You know, and they were up early, the Cardinals as well, and the Cowboys couldn't play catch up. Next up, we had the Chicago Bears at the Kansas City Chiefs. We both went Chiefs, and the Chiefs, again, just destroyed the Bears, really. 41-10, I think they were up 41 nothing, weren't they? And the Bears just got a couple of late scores in garbage time. So we both got points for that one. Then we had the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, again, we disagreed on this one. You went Raiders, I went Steelers, and the Steelers held on for a 23-18 win. So again, point for me, nothing for you, unfortunately. Then the two Monday night games, we had the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we both went Eagles and they won 25-11 and it wasn't really as close as, as that score suggests. I mean, the Eagles pretty much destroyed them. So points for both of us there. And then finally, the last Monday night game was the Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. Again, we disagreed on this one. Uh, you went Rams, I went Bengals, and it was a close one, but the Bengals did end up winning 19-16. So again, a point for me, nothing for you, unfortunately. No. So looking at the points for the week, I got 12 right, and you got 9 right, so that's 12-9 to me. My lock was Kansas City beating Chicago, which they managed to do, so I get 3 points. But unfortunately, your lock, as you say, was Cowboys against the Cardinals. I knew so you get three points knocked off so i get 12 plus three you get nine minus three so the final weekly score was 15 six to me which means i already had a 29 to 23 lead from last week so the scores at the end of week three are me 44 
and you 29. I'm just absolutely stunned that it's got that far apart so early. And um, one day you're going to be a dad, I'm sure. One day you're going to be a parent. But only then, I think, will you learn the absolute guilt that I feel for being so far ahead so early. But it's still a young season, so I'm confident that you can uh, catch up. Out, you go back down zero while I go up to 100. How about that? That sounds very fair, yeah. Right, so that's the scores at the end of week three. So we're looking ahead to week four now. First game we got Thursday night. Tough one to call it. Some really tough games. Yeah. I struggled this week, really struggled. So we've got the two and one Detroit Lions at the two and one Green Bay Packers. What are your thoughts on this one? And this thing you give Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, some big weapons coming back. Jordan Love managed to lead a comeback last week against the Saints, literally down 17 nothing. They roared back, ended up winning. And the Lions, I mean, they've looked decent. That's game I think the Packers are going to be able to overcome them. I'm going to go with the Packers to win this game. Cool. Well, it's our first disagreement of the week. Uh, I was thinking Packers, 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 because I think the Packers at home have uh, historically, up until last season, had the Lions number. And I did think that they would do it. And even though Aaron Jones and, as you say, Christian Watson are both back, I did, the more I think about it, the more I just think the Lions are legit. I think the Lions are legit. I think defensively, the front and the DBs are very strong. And I think offensively, they're good. And I think... My only thing about the Packers is, yes, they came back and had a great second half, but they had a rotten first half. Uh, Jordan Love was overthrowing receivers. He didn't look great. So I'm going to go for the Lions on this one. So Detroit Lions for me. Next up, we've got the Wembley game, which we're going to. That will be I'm very so exciting. Yeah, you are. We've got the Atlanta Falcons at 2-1 and one at, obviously at Wembley, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are currently 1-2. and two. Obviously want the Jags to do well for you because we're going to be there. But I'm worried about their offense. I just think offensively, even if, and like I say, Doug Peterson took the offensive play calling duties off Press Taylor at half time last week and it really sparked them up. But I'm just worried about how they're doing. And I just think, are they in a situation now where almost panic is starting to set in? You know, they're expected to be 2-1 and one or maybe even 3-0 and because they took the Chiefs very close. And to be one and two and third in the division, I think, is not that great. So I'm afraid I'm going to go for the Falcons on this one. I think the Falcons got a great running game. But Desmond Ritter, their quarterback, does have to be clean. If he can have a good game, I think the Falcons should win it. But I hope, hope for your sake that the Jags win it. And so I'm going to go with the Falcons. What about you? See, yeah, I do think us being one and two, because a lot of people thought we'd be better, and especially losing to the Texans is going to get to us a bit. I feel like that might get us a bit worried. I feel like that could set us into almost sort of rebuild mode. I feel like, yeah, that that's going to get into our heads a lot. We're going to be worried. We're not really going to be ourselves. One thing I've noticed with the Jags, we just need to settle in. I hope it's just early jitters, but... Yeah, the Falcons, they've still been looking like a good team overall. B. John Robinson's been looking decent. I have a feeling the Falcons will win this game. But I really hope the Jags will win. And I really hope I'll get to see them take a W. Cool. Right, next up, we've got team at the moment, the Miami Dolphins, sitting pretty at 3-0 and at the 2-1 and Buffalo Bills. Very, very tough game to so call. So tough. Yeah. What are your Maybe th- this was the toughest of the week. What are your thoughts on this? See the Bills. 
they have been looking good on offense but there are two offenses that so far have just looked better than them they've looked still just a bit stronger than them those are the san francisco 49ers and the miami dolphins the dolphins have been insane on offense the Dolphins did beat the Bills last year. They split the series. Well, to be fair, the Bills did beat them in the playoffs. But still, the Dolphins, they've just been looking too strong. Way, way too strong for the Bills to handle. I see this as a close game. I think this could be one of those games where it comes down to, well, this could be like a one-point game where both teams score almost 50 points. I think this would just be a back-and-forth, bit like Dolphins Chargers. So I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. I think they're going to be able to pull this one out. What are your thoughts? Okay, well, another disagreement here for us. Too close to call. I really have no idea about this game. The Dolphins look incredible, but the Bills are at home. I mean, the Dolphins putting up 70 against the Broncos. I mean, you know, the Broncos are no Buffalo Bills. They're very weak in comparison. So I think there's no way that the Dolphins are going to be able to run away with this one. Josh Allen will keep it close. And I'm going to go for the Buffalo Bills for no other reason than the fact that you've gone for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the moment you said to me, I'm going Dolphins, I thought, well, I'll go Bills now, just, just to make it interesting. Because mm. it, literally, you could not put a cigarette paper between these two teams. They're so good, both of them. The Bills destroying, really, the Commanders 37-3 would have probably been the headline performance of last week had it not been for the Dolphins putting up 70. So both very good offensive teams, both hitting form at exactly the right time. So I'm going to go Buffalo Bills. Mm, and another disagreement. Interesting. Yes. Right, next up. Well, do you know what the funny thing is? There are four 0-3 teams. There are four winless teams in the NFL at the moment. And they're all playing each other this mm. week. And the first of those is the Minnesota Vikings at the Carolina Panthers, both 0-3. So one of these teams is going to go 0-4, which will effectively end their season. I mean, it's close. There's not a lot in it. The Vikings looked better last week in a defeat against the Chargers, and I thought they've looked all season. But again, they lost. They found a way to lose. And the Panthers, I mean, they had Andy Dalton playing last week. And I think he actually made a difference, funny enough. But I thought they looked better last week as well than they have done all season. So tough one to call. But I just think that the experience, that the Vikings have more experience in these sort of situations. As I keep saying every week, the Panthers are in rebuild mode. So I'm going to go for the Vikings on this one. What about you? I mean, yeah, you're right. There's not really much to this game. These are two teams that aren't really in particularly great shape right now. But I'm sorry, I'm just going to go with my gut feeling on this one. This, to me, is sort of a game where I just flip a coin. But I just decide to go with my gut, and my gut just tells me the Panthers. I don't know what it is. I think they're going to be able to pull out this win against the Vikings. I see their defense holding them out. Obviously, they got Brian Burns, Derek Brown. They have a bit of talent on that team. They just need to show it. And I think this, they know this could be one of their chances to show it. I think they're going to come out ready to play. I think they're going to defeat the Minnesota Vikings. All righty, game on. And then the next game, we have, again, another battle of 0-3 teams. The 0-3 Denver Broncos at the 0-3 Chicago Bears. Which way do you see this one going? Such a tough one, but still, the Bears have a lot of weapons on that team. Obviously, they've got DJ Moore, the O-line's improving a bit, Justin Fields. 
Darnell Mooney, you know, they got some playmakers. And the Broncos. I think that defense giving up 70 points is going to really get into their heads. Obviously, that blowout, basically, for the Dolphins. So, basically, I'm just going to go with the Bears. I think they're going to be able to pull this one out. It's such a tough one, in my opinion. So, but I'm just going to, once again, pretty much just go with my gut. Okay, well, we disagree again. I'm going Broncos. I think the Bears, you say they've got lots of weapons, but none of them are performing. Justin Fields looks very ordinary, considering he was supposed to be the next big thing and the spark that, you know, puts Chicago back on track. I haven't seen anything I like from him. Talk about DJ Moore. I mean, DJ Moore came over as part of a part of a swap for, a, for the number one pick. And they barely target him. He's barely used and he's, he's looking very ordinary. I and mean, OK, his figures were better last week, but I'm just not seeing it from the Bears. And I think the Broncos... Sean Payton is going to be embarrassed by that result. I mean, before the season started, he was saying how poorly run the Broncos were under Nathaniel Hackett last season. But Nathaniel Hackett's Broncos never <laughs> allowed 70 points to be scored against them. So I think Sean Payton will have lit a rocket under that team. I mean, the Broncos after this game have got quite a tough run of games. And if they lose this one, they could easily be 0-8 before blink. And I just think that the Broncos are going to be fired up for this one. You know, I know you said that you think it's going to get to them mentally. I think it will. But I think Peyton's not going to allow you that You think in a positive way, basically. Yes, it will. Because Peyton will have absolutely lit a rocket under them. So I can see, I mean, it's not going to be high scoring. It's not going to be a great game. It's going to be an absolute stinkathon. But I can see the Broncos just taking this one. So next up, we've got the 2-1 Baltimore Ravens against the 2-1 Cleveland Browns. Uh, Ravens coming off an embarrassing overtime defeat and the Browns coming off a, a really strong win. So I'll hold up my hands. I, I was wrong about the Browns. I thought the Browns would be bad this season. And I think, you know, two out of the three weeks, they've looked really good. The Ravens, they're sort of flattering to deceive. I just feel that the sum of the parts is greater than what they're actually producing. They've got talent across the board. I mean, I know they're suffering greatly with injuries. They've had key players go down. But I'm not seeing anything about them that I think is really going to make the Browns fearful at all. So I can see the Browns winning this one probably by TD. How about you? What are your thoughts? The Browns' defence, like you said, has been playing really well this year. But the question is... Can they contain Mr. Action Jackson? And I do not think they will. Lamar Jackson, he can take over a game with his running abilities. His passing abilities is really good as well. And the Ravens, they've got so much depth, in my opinion. Still so much talent on that team that I think they'll be able to use to defeat this Browns team. Call me crazy. I'm going with the Ravens for this game. Lamar Jackson's going to take over. And I think he can pretty much win a game by himself. So we've picked six games and we've disagreed on five of them already. Oh, wow, this is, uh, this is good going. <laughs> Next up, we've got the 2-1 and one Pittsburgh Steelers at the 1-2 and two Houston Texans, fresh off their Jags victory. Oh my gosh. Thoughts on this one? See, this game, it's actually quite a tough one, but I do think Steelers have still looked really good on defense. Offensively, they've been decent. Obviously, they've got Najee Harris. They still have some talent on that team. And the Texans, obviously, they are going to be a bit fired up after that win over us, which I still just can't get over, honestly. But still, I think the Steelers are too strong of a team to lose to the Texans. I'm, I'm just going to be honest in my opinion. So I'm going to go to the Steelers in this game. 
Yep, I agree. I think the Steelers, I mean, they messed up in in week one. They were playing one of the best teams in the NFL in the 49ers. But I heard someone say recently that week one of any NFL season is a liar and the truth only gets told from week two onwards. And you can have some teams that look terrible in week one that aren't terrible and some teams that look great in week one that aren't. And I think one of the main examples of that is the Steelers. I think the Steelers, everybody thought, oh, God, are they going to be as good? But last two weeks, they looked really good. I mean, they haven't blown teams out, but they've looked strong enough, particularly on the defensive side of the ball, to take down you know the majority of NFL teams. So I just don't see the Texans being strong enough. I mean, D'Amico Ryans has come in as head coach and has clearly got them believing, but I just don't think they're good enough against uh, such a strong Steelers team. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going for the Steelers as well. And then next up, we have the 1-2 and two Los Angeles Rams against the 2-1 and one Indianapolis Colts. Again, I wasn't sure on this one. Anthony Richardson is back at quarterback for the Colts. He's been a real difference maker for them, far more than I have to admit I originally thought he was going to be as a rookie. And the Rams coming off a couple of nasty defeats where they haven't really looked that great. Uh, they've almost been tripping themselves up. And so I was kind of fancying the Colts, but then I just thought, you know what, I think the Rams are going to bounce back on this one. I think the Rams have the experience. Receiving-wise, they're looking strong. Uh, it just needs Stafford to have a decent game. And I can see that Rams front being enough to stifle Richardson. So I'm going to go for a Rams win. What about you? Well, we are going to agree on this game because I too am going to go with the Rams. They're just a better team in my opinion. So obviously the Colts do have the better record. But yeah, like you said, just experience really. Obviously the Rams, they did win at Labardi a few seasons ago. But yeah, I just think they're too good of a team. Got a bit more talent than the Colts do all around. So yes, I'm going to go to the Rams as well. Cool. Next up, we've got the 2-1 Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 2-1 New Orleans Saints. What do you reckon? So this thing, Saints Derek Carr could be out for this game. But even if they do, I think Jameis Winston will be able to come in. And I think the Bucks, that Eagles loss could get to them a bit because a lot of people did think that would be quite a close game, but it was a blowout for the Eagles. But still, I just, I just have a feeling. I just have a gut feeling that the Saints are going to win. They still have so much talent on that team, in my opinion. They have a good um, receiver duo. They've got a decent running game. They've got a good defense. Demario Davis, the Honey Badger, Marshawn Lattimore, Cameron Jordan. This team, I they can just take down the Bucks, in my opinion. They can just take them down and they will get the win, in my opinion. Okay, well, another disagreement here. I'm going to go for the Bucks. The main reason I'm saying that is Derek Carr not playing. You know, he injured his shoulder last week. And Jameis Winston is just one of these players. He, he, he's another Jimmy G. He's always got back-breaking interception in his back pocket that can completely turn a game. And I can see that Bucks D getting after Jameis. Obviously, Jameis famously played for them and, you know, had, what was it, 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in, in the same season, which has never been done before or since. So I just think that Bucks D is going to be too strong for a Jameis-led team. I think if it was Derek Carr, I'd definitely be going for the Saints, but it's not. So I'm going to go for the Bucks on this one. And then next up, we have the 2-1 Washington Commanders at one of the unbeaten teams, the 3-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Not much to say about this one. I think the Eagles have looked better game on game. I think they're improving. 
that started with a bit of a wobble, but now starting to uh, exert their dominance on opponents. And I just don't think the commanders are going to be good enough to go into Philadelphia and get a result. So easy Eagles win for me, probably by a couple of scores. See, this thing, the commanders are known for shocking the Eagles. And they can be a decent team at, at times, you know. Obviously, they do have a winning record. Still, it's just the Eagles are going to be too strong for them. Yes, they do have some talent like the Eagles, but still, the Eagles are too good of a team. But I can see the commanders, you know, making this a, like a one-score game, a touchdown game, a three-point game, so like that. I think the, the commanders could actually stick into this game. And, yeah, I think this game will actually be pretty intense. Okay. Next up, we have two teams whose records probably aren't what was expected of them at this point of the season. We've got the 1-2 and two Cincinnati Bengals out to the 1-2 and two Tennessee Titans. How do you see this one playing out? Tough one, but the Bengals, that win, I'd say it's going to give them so much confidence. Some people did think they were going to lose, including me, but they managed to, you know, come away with the win in that one. That's going to give them, I think, a big confidence boost going into this game. And they're still just a better team than the Titans, in my opinion. They're just better all around. So I'm going to go with the Bengals to win this game. Maybe like a 10-point Bengals win, some of that. Yeah, I agree. I think, as you say, the Bengals are going to take a, a massive confidence boost coming out of last Monday's victory. I think the Titans are floundering a bit. I think defensively they're underperforming. And I can see, even though the Titans are at home, I can see the Bengals taking care of business. As you say, maybe only by three to seven points. But yeah, I agree with you. Bengals win on this one. And now we have the Las Vegas Raiders at one and two at the Los Angeles Chargers also at one and two. Both these teams don't look great. I have to say they both look capable of winning games, but equally both look capable of losing games in the most stupid and, and frustrating fashion ever. I just look at the quarterback position and I think Justin Herbert started to show exactly what he's got in the game against the Vikings last week. Jimmy G's got a concussion. I don't know if he's going to be playing. If he's not, it's probably going to be Brian Hoyer. But frankly, even if Jimmy is starting, I can see the Chargers being too strong for him. So, Chargers win for me. It's a tough one. Obviously, once again, the Chargers are a team that I feel like, on paper, they're good. They haven't really shown that on the field yet. So, I've got to, once again, I've got to see it to believe it. I still think the Raiders, we've seen some of those sparks on the field. I mean, obviously, against the Bills, they were blown out. But, you know, I feel like the Bills were just too strong of a team, basically, honestly. I think the Raiders are actually going to come away with this one. I think they've still got the talent that can show on the field. We've basically seen sparks of it. So I'm just going to go with the Raiders. I don't know why. This is just another gut feeling, basically. I've had multiple gut feelings. Interesting. Right, okay. Next up, we've got the 1-2 and two New England Patriots at the 2-1 and one Dallas Cowboys. Patriots coming off a squeaker of a victory against the Moribund Jets. Cowboys coming off, obviously, a shock defeat. Where can you see this one going? It's a tough one, but you know what? I'm going to go with the Patriots to win this game. Wow. The Cowboys, once again, like, I thought they were that. The Cowboys we saw last week was pretty much last year's Cowboys, not looking very, looking decent, but not like a proper great football team, you know? So I'm just going to go with the Patriots, actually. I, I can't believe I'm doing this. This could come back to bite me, but I'm, I'm just going to... 
goes well i think i mean the patriots they still look decent they've stuck into some of these games we've seen sparks of talent basically i mean obviously last game against the jets they were able to pull out the victory but barely but still i just think the patriots d can still step up and the offense can just get things going on this cowboys team so i'm going to go with the patriots okay completely disagree Patriots look absolutely terrible. The fact that they only squeaked past a, a dreadful Jets team. Obviously, good defence, but Zach Wilson, absolutely terrible. I mean, how he's going to be starting this Sunday, I don't know. And so the Patriots only to beat them 15-10 tells me all I really need to know about the Patriots. Uh, not good enough. Cowboys, yes, it was a blip, but they'll learn from that. They'll come back strong. And I can see this being a very convincing Cowboys victory. So another disagreement for us. Then we've got the Arizona Cardinals at one and two after that big win last week against my San Francisco 49ers currently sitting pretty at three and oh. Obviously, I hate to jinx my team, as I'm always saying. But even though they won last week, I don't think the Cardinals are going to be good enough to live with the 49ers, uh, particularly at Levi's Stadium. 49ers looking really strong, both sides of the ball, defensively dominant offensively so many weapons they're just sport for choice really we got a current a couple of players who've gone down i mean juan jennings probably not going to be playing but iuk's back which will be huge for us so i really can't see anything but a 49ers victory on this one what about you yeah i think this this is definitely going to be four times when they're just by far the best team all around this thing the Cardinals, maybe after that game, they were like, yes, that's going to give us some confidence. But maybe they just didn't check who they're playing next. Once they found out, their confidence went right back down to zero in this game. When they found out, they were playing basically the best team in the league right now. Like, let's be honest, they're the Niners. They're just looking so good on offense and defense. This could be my lock of the week. Like, let's be honest here. It's so close to my lock of the week. But yeah, just an easy Niners win. They're just too good of a team. Oh, next up we have the 2-1 Kansas City Chiefs at the 1-2 and two New York Jets. How are you calling this one? See, this thing, at first I was thinking Jets. When you look at how they've really played the past few games, you can't really pick them. Like, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with the Chiefs to win this game. Obviously, they bounced back from our defence playing pretty well against them. In week three against the Bears, they tortured that defense, scoring 41 points of them. They're just the best team all around, so I've got to go with the Chiefs. I'm less than so I just thought to myself, it's just a more logical move, you know. So I think the Chiefs win. Okay. Happen. I've got one thing to say J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I'm going to lose. Big. Jets are terrible. Uh, unfortunately, Rogers going down has cost them what could have been a really great season. Zach Wilson, just not good enough. He's holding on to the ball too long. He's making bad decisions. He's uh, throwing bad balls. Really bad. I mean, while he's at quarterback, they're not going to be winning many games, if not any games. The Chiefs are the Chiefs. Mahomes will do what Mahomes does with his uh, supporting cast. This one's going to get ugly very quickly. Chiefs probably by three or four scores. Yeah. Yeah, definitely calling that one. So we agree on that. And then finally, the Monday night game. Seattle Seahawks at 2-1. and one, Back to the New York Giants at 1-2. and two. The Giants, sort of up and down, as we were saying last week, a bit Jekyll and Hyde. You know, you're not really sure which Giants you're going to get. 
but I think overall the Seahawks are going to be too strong for them. Seahawks obviously had a hiccup in week one, would have looked strong since then, and I think they're going to be too strong for the Giants, and I think it'll be a comfortable Seahawks win, so I'm going for Seattle. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough one to go with. It's like you said, though, I believe last week it was, you said, as predicting the giants Suns game, you said, the only reason the Giants got a tiny bit of respect is because of that comeback. If if that comeback hadn't happened, they would have been viewed as basically the worst team in the league. So, yeah, honestly, it's it's tough one. But I think the Giants are going to be able to overcome the Seals. I can't even say this. This could be like the Seals could win this forty to nothing, and I get completely embarrassed again. Yeah, this could come back to bite me as well. But I'm just going to go with once again just my gut feeling with the Giants. I mean, just they've 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 had a few sparks. Obviously, last week they didn't really neither did they against the Cowboys. But in the Cardinals, they looked strong and offensive. I think they know they've got to start really pulling themselves into shape if they want to be a playoff team, which better than they were last year. So I think they're going to come out firing. Honestly. Okay. Yes, Seahawks. I, I I just think they're going to somehow be able to pull out victory. Right, well, 16 games, and we disagree on nine of them. Oh. Which is probably the highest disagreement rate we've had so far. So, yeah, hopefully you'll be clawing some, some games back in week four. All that's left to do now is say what our locks of the week are. And one thing that we should have said, should have made clear to the listeners, is that once we pick a team to be our lock of any one week, we're not allowed to pick that team again. So we have to choose other teams. Otherwise, we could just pick the Chiefs every week or the 49ers every week, no matter who they're playing. Yeah, so the rule is we're only allowed to pick one. So you've picked the Ravens, the Dolphins and the Cowboys. You're not allowed to pick them again. I've picked the Falcons, the Eagles and the Chiefs. So I'm not allowed to pick them again. So we're only allowed to pick each team once throughout the course of the season. So just wanted to make that clear so that we can't just pick the best teams week on week. So what's your lot going to be for this week? I was actually first going to go with the 49ers. But this thing, this is, in my opinion, actually quite a smart move. I'm going to not go with the Niners. I'm going to save them for another week. This could be a dumb move, but in my opinion, it's sort of smart. I'm going to go with the Eagles. You know, I do think the Commanders could keep into that game. You know, still, I still just think the Eagles are going to get the win regardless, you know. Cool. Right, I'm going to go for Seahawks, which obviously pains me as a fan of another NFC West team. But uh, I don't think the Giants are up to much, and I think that the Seahawks are going to win that fairly convincingly. So Seahawks are going to be my lock of the week. Right, so that's all our picks and locks for week four. Anything else you want to add? Duval! Thought you might be saying that. <laughs> yeah, good luck for the Jags. Obviously, you're hoping for a good day out at Wembley on Sunday. And despite the fact we both picked the Falcons, we'll definitely be cheering for your boy. Come on, Jags. Right, well, that's it for this week's episode. So for the Double G NFL Picks podcast, I've been Graham. And I've been Griffin. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time.
first and down. Second down. That is the best line I've ever heard out of official.